Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
זמן לאהבת חינם. So this song was debuted over a decade ago. But as much as it's a song, it's really a tefillah. Let's all have in mind the Chayla Yisrael and sing together a fuah.
בסוף היום יש איזה רגע קטן, הלב שלי שוקע כשהאור נעלם, קשה לי לראות בדרך אליך. רציתי לדבר איתך על מה שבלב, על רגע מאושר, לא רק על מה שכואב, 
עשה לי טובה, אל תסתיר את פניך. תמיד אתה יודע מתי, אם התרחקתי מדי. כמו ילד הולך לאיבוד, צעקתי אליך. שמע ישראל, השם אלוקינו, השם אחד. שמע ישראל, השם אלוקינו, השם אחד. מה זה גוף ונשמה, בשביל מה? רוצה להיות קרוב אליך שנה ועוד שנה, בשביל מה? ומי אני כאן בלעדיך? קורה שלפעמים גם העצב נצמד, היד על העיניים ואני לא לבד, כתבתי שירים עליי ועליך. רציתי לספר לך על יום שעבר, תמיד אתה איתי גם במתוק, גם במר, רציתי להיות הטוב בעיניך. תמיד אתה יודע מתי, אם התרחקתי מדי, כמו ילד הולך לאיבוד, צעקתי אליך. J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki, Guf Unishama. That was a, uh, a song that just came out yesterday, or at least was sent to us yesterday. Guf Unishama. Yaakov Shweki, brand new here at J.M. in the A.M. Ari Goldwag before that with Be'ezrat Hashem and Happy Inside. Ellie Seidenfeld's Achenu Medley. Refua with the brand new Kumsitz album done by Baruch Levine. Yehuda Katz and Company with Avat Chinam. That's a recent release. Avi Man, literally a recent release. That also was released yesterday. Lifnei HaChupa. And of course, Regesh, Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this day 28 in the month of February. It is the 19th of Adar 1. The year is 5784. Tafshin Pei Dalid. Today is day number 145 that our hostages, our brothers and sisters, are being held by the enemy. 
We continue to pray for their release. And, of course, we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters of the IDF. We're hearing too many stories, unfortunately, of, uh, of those whose lives have been lost, many of whom, as we discussed yesterday, are hitting close to home, to say the least. And um, we pray for the safety of all of our troops as they uh, protect the state of Israel, the people of Israel, the uh, Jewish people everywhere, both in Israel and in the diaspora. Uh, Hamas is keeping the hostages in Rafah. This is according to an IDF spokesperson. Um, when asked on the whereabouts of Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar, Hagari, this IDF spokesperson, simply responded, we will get to him dead or alive. That's Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari who said that in an interview given at the emergency conference on challenges facing Jewish communities held in Jerusalem. Um, Israel, Hamas, and Qatari mediators all expressed caution on Tuesday. Remember we discussed this yesterday? They expressed caution on Tuesday about progress toward a truce in Gaza after U.S. President Biden said he believed a ceasefire deal could be reached in less than a week. That would halt the war for Ramadan. Hamas is now weighing a proposal agreed by Israel at talks with mediators in Paris for a ceasefire that would suspend fighting for 40 days, the first extended truce of the five-month-old war. Are they calling this a five-month-old war? Yeah, it is a five-month-old war. Wow. On that topic of... um, on the topic of the president of the United, because I was, as, as you know from yesterday's show, I was just, I was shocked <laughs> that he gave an off this off the cuff response regarding the potential for a ceasefire. Um, an Israeli, oh here it is. Let's forget about the Israeli official for a moment. Let's do the Prime Minister. Prime Minister Netanyahu was surprised to hear President Biden's optimistic remarks regarding the possibility of a hostage deal. This was uh, told by an Israeli source to ABC on a Tuesday. Um, where are we here? Yeah, that's the first thing. And then the, um, the other thing was that the Israeli officials in general have expressed shock at the statement made by uh, the President of the United States regarding the um regarding the the potential for a ceasefire this coming weekend i mean he's the president biden spoke about it as if it's going to happen by this sunday or monday um the names of two fighters who fell in battles in northern gaza were published by the idf early wednesday morning Major Iftah Shachar, 25 years old, from Moshav Paran. And Captain Itai Saif, 24 years old, from Roham, an officer in the Givati Brigade. They were both killed in Gaza. Now, the reason I said that a lot of this is hitting close to home, as we discussed on yesterday's show, is because Captain Saif, 24 years old, is the nephew 
of the Katz family, prominent members of the New Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island. So their nephew is among those now who have fallen in this war, 24 years old, Itai Seif. And again, a nephew of the Katz family who anybody associated with the New Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island certainly knows very well. And we were told this news. It was, uh, it was jarring, frankly, because um, news like this, unfortunately, is coming out with tremendous regularity. But when it's news that includes someone you know or someone, who's, someone you know who's related to the, uh, to the fallen, you know how it is. It certainly hits closer to home. So that's some of the latest things. Obviously, as the week goes on and toward the end of the week, we'll talk more about the issues of the day. I mean, is there really going to be a ceasefire? Is there going to be a hostage deal now that we're already at day number 145? Is there going to be a deal? Is there going to be a hostage deal? Is there going to be a ceasefire? I don't know. I really don't know. And what's happening up north, those of you who are not paying attention to the news may not be aware of the fact that... um, Israel was bombarded yesterday in the north by rockets. Everybody wonders about the the role that uh, Nasrallah and Hezbollah are ready to play in this entire situation. Hamas has claimed responsibility for the rockets fired at Israel's north. And uh, IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, have struck southern Lebanon after the Hamas rockets hit Israel. So there is certainly activity up north. That's an understatement. Um, I guess because Nasrallah and Hezbollah have not engaged in any serious manner at the moment or or as serious as one is suspecting they might. Um, So I guess we're not calling it an all-out war up north. But uh, there's certainly activity and there are certainly both soldiers and civilians and army bases and and army um, uh, army um, stations that are in in danger in that part of Israel. So we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. All this time later, almost five months, as this war continues, and we continue to um, focus on the needs of our brothers and sisters. If you missed our conversation yesterday, and I know, I know a lot of it got interrupted because of the very frustrating technical problems we were having yesterday. But if you missed the conversation with um, Amichai Luri of the Shila Winery and Jay Booksbaum, who, of course, was representing uh, Kosher Wine, the Royal Wine Company, etc., try your hardest at some point today to go to the archives and listen in. Amichai gave quite a perspective on what life has been like since October 7th and how closely things hit home, just like we spoke about just a few minutes ago, how some of these um, fallen soldiers and other news that we hear about really hit home in different ways because of associations we have and people that we know. Um, He described what uh, life has been like for someone like himself who is so familiar with so many families that are suffering. And at the same time, he and his staff are trying as hard as possible to keep things going in um, their incredible Shiloh winery. So check out that conversation if you can. Well worth it. More coming up. You're listening to a um, 
Wednesday morning edition of JM and the AM. Uh, it's all happening right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Hey, my brother, have you been? I've been thinking of you often. Cause I don't know where to be while you're out there battling for the survival of our nation. Just know I have you in my heart. Always with you, no matter how far. Looking towards the day when we'll celebrate me coming home.
JM and the AM with Simcha Liner. Brand new album is entitled Sheva. Before that, Avi Peretz with Ani Mamin. You heard One Heart done by Shalshalas Jr., Aryeh Kunstler, and Shlomo Lipman together with Achim Biyachad here at JM in the AM. News from Israel coming up at the top of the hour. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast on this 28th of February, the 19th day of Adar 1. Congratulations, Mazal Tov, to those who are completing Maseches Baba Kama and Daf Yomi. That happens officially tomorrow, but I'm sure there are plenty who are going to be closing out the Masechta today. So we say Mazal, or tonight, so we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Maseches Baba Metzia is next, starting Friday officially. Pretty incredible, these accomplishments. So many hundreds of thousands around the world who are on a regular course of Talmud study. Pretty impressive, to say the least. Please keep in mind, Aaron Tzvi Mayer Ben Manya Rifka. Again, Aaron Tzvi Mayer Ben Manya Rifka for Rufur Shlema. Please keep in mind, Chaya Bracha Liba Rachama Bas Manya Rifka. Again, that's Chaya Bracha Liba Rachama Bas Manya Rifka. And of course, your help with that is greatly appreciated. And that is. Um, an understatement. We greatly appreciate what you do when it comes to praying for those who are not well. We had a, um, where'd it go? We ha- Oh, here it is. Um, I got a call yesterday, actually a text from, uh, from our friends at Art Scroll. Rabbi David Sutton, who wrote the book uh, Daily Dose of Bitachon, Daily Dose of Bitachon. He now has a brand new one entitled Daily Dose of Psukim of Bitachon, strengthening your reliance on Hashem one pasuk a day based on verses of Bitachon compiled by Yosef Zundel of Salant. Rabbi David Sutton has uh, written the book. It's brand new from Artscroll. When you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code RADIO24. Again, that's promo code RADIO24. That is how you get your free shipping and your massive discount at artscroll.com. Again, the brand new one, Rabbi David Sutton, a daily dose of Sukkim of Bitachon. Make sure to use promo code RADIO24, RADIO24. That's the rule. Whenever you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code RADIO24. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web and AlchemSiegel.com and the AlchemSiegel Network and of course the beloved NSN app. Day 145 as uh, we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters who are being held by the enemy 145 days in captivity. I can't even... Uh, I can't even fathom what they are going through. Can't even fathom what they're going through. Day number 145, keep our brothers and sisters who are in captivity in mind and keep our IDF soldiers, our brave soldiers in mind and pray for them constantly. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from Jam and Am. Galitzal, Amir Shalem, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. 
המגעים לעסקת חטופים, ראש הלשכה המדינית של חמאס, ישמעאל לניה, אומר לפני שעה קלה כי אנשיו מגלים גמישות במשא ומתן, אבל אם יידרש, הם מוכנים להמשיך במלחמה. במקביל העיתון הקטרי על ערב אל-ג'דיד, פרסם היום מפי מקורות מצריים כי ישראל מסרבת להיכנס לפרטים מעשיים ומעכבת את ההגעה לסיכום. עוד הוסיפו הגורמים כי עד כה הושגו הסכמות על קווי היסוד של העסקה, מה שלא היה קודם, וזאת סיבת האופטימיות שנפוצה בימים האחרונים, אך הדיון המעשי טרם הבשיל. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים, ג'קי חוגי. תקרית פיצוץ המטען אתמול בצפון רצועת עזה. רב סרן יפתח שחר, בן 25, מפקד פלוגה בגדוד צבר בחטיבת גבעתי, יובא למנוחות בעוד כשעה בבית העלמין במושב פארן. סרן איתי סייף, בן 24 מירוחם, מפקד מחלקה בגדוד צבר, יובא למנוחות בשעה 4:30 בבית העלמין בירוחם. מיכאל היימן, גיסו של איתי, ספד לו. אצל אדם. הוא היה ממש כמו אבא וידע מה עובר על כל חייל. הוא לא היה בן אדם של דיבורים, הוא היה יותר אדם של, של מעשים, של תכלס, בן אדם שלא לא צריך לצעוק ולדבר הרבה בשביל להיות מנהיג. היה מספיק באמת להסתכל עליו בשביל להבין איזה, איזה אדם, איזה מפקד הוא. מאוד מאוד נערץ, מאוד מוערך. השר לשעבר אברהם בייגה שוחט הלך לעולמו בגיל 88. הוא כיהן כשר האוצר בין השנים 92 ל-96 בממשלות רבין ופרס, ולאחר מכן בשנת 99 עד 2001. שוחט נבחר לראשונה לכנסת בשנת 88 וכיהן עד לשנת 2006. הוא הותיר אחריו שלושה ילדים ושבעה נכדים. לקראת חודש רמדאן, החל מהשבוע הבא, יחלו גורמי הביטחון בשיחות אזהרה וישקלו מעצרים מינהליים של גורמים עציסים. פרשננו לענייני צבא וביטחון אמיר בר שלום פרסם כי מדי יום תיארך הערכת מצב בסוף התפילה, ואם השקט תישמר, ישראל תשקול הקלות במספרים וטווח הגילים. הבחירות לרשויות המקומיות, ראש עיריית ירושלים משה ליאון, שנבחר לקדנציה שנייה ברוב של 80%, התייחס ביומן הצהריים לרוב החרדי המסתמן במועצת העיר, ואמר לאמיר איבגי, נמשיך לדאוג לכל אזרחי העיר. אני אעשה מאמצים לעשות קואליציה מקיר לקיר, וכמובן לשמור על הסטטוס קוו. אני עושה את כל המאמצים לשמור על המרקם חיים בירושלים, שהוא גם עם חרדים, גם עם ציוד דתית, גם עם חילונים, גם עם ערבים, ולכן אני חושב שכל מה שאנחנו צריכים זה שנמשיך להיות אחד ליד השני, לא אחד על חשבון השני. עלייה נוספת במחירי הדלק, החל מיום חמישי בחצות, המחיר המרבי לליטר בנזין 95 אוקטן נטול עופרת לצרכן בשירות עצמי יעמוד על 7 שקלים ו-51 אגורות, עלייה של 13 אגורות מעדכון קודם. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ישראל פישר. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות, ואלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Sim Shalom Tova Uvracha חיים, חן וחסד ורחמים. שיא שלום, טובה וברכה, חיים, חן וחסד ורחמים. 
הרוחות עכשיו נושבות בסתם מהונן. בפנים בוער חזק מותי, אך מה איתי? תהיה שלי, תשמור אותי, תלך איתי. זה סוגר עליי, סוגר אותי. נגלות סימנים שנתת בי בשעות קשות. תזכרני מאפלה לאורה, תוציאני. Say you know you send the UFCO 
J.M. in the A.M. with Eighth Day, We Want. Tenli Koch done by Yaakov Shweki. David Yifrach with Kulanu Ke'echad. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the, um, the news from Israel has certainly hit close to home for us. Um, those of you who are familiar with the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island, where my brother has been the, the spiritual leader for the last 39 and a half years, um, there's a very prominent family in the New Springville Jewish Center, the Katz family, which, again, anybody familiar with the shul, that you're familiar with the Katz family. And their nephew, um, whose last name is Seif, you may have seen his name in the news, 24 years old, was killed yesterday in Gaza. And as we keep saying, because uh, this was such a theme of our conversation yesterday, on the air, as we keep saying, um, so much of what's happening hits close to home, not only for those in Israel, who obviously go through this too regularly, uh, but it hits close to home very often now for people in the uh, in the diaspora as well, who have family and friends who mean a lot to them. So our condolences to the Seif family, the Katz family, to everybody who's suffering this morning after the news was released very, very early this morning in Israel about his, about he, him, he being a fallen soldier. And um, again, what can I say other than continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in captivity on this day 145, and of course continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the IDF who are protecting the state of Israel, the people of Israel, the land of Israel, and the Jewish people around the world more coming up jm in the am on a wednesday morning broadcast feel free to comment on the app go to the nsn Malcolm single network app for android and iphone and comment away the gifter family is next with this one at jm in the am
And at times he is humbled when he's forced to walk away while his efforts leave him nothing to behold. In the world that surrounds him, where others will measure their gains by the power and the profit that they win. As a yid, he is boundless, for Hashem awards the strength, all the efforts and the struggles he put in. Hashem sees our devotion and it draws us close to Him. Yagato Matasa Tamin. Anu Amelim, Behem Amelim. Anu Amelim, Behem Amelim. No matter the results of all the work that we put in, Yagata Umatsasa When the answers elude him with Kaisvas too hard to explain, oh, he wonders if it all was meant for him. Hashem sees our devotion and it draws us close to Him. Yagato Matasa
Thank 
J.M. and the A.M., it's called L'Chaim. Oh, no, it's called, um, yeah, it's called L'Chaim. Ariel Tsur, brand new here at J.M. and the A.M. Pia Pascha was done by uh, Aaron Burke. And the Gifter family with a song that we debuted here. Well, I don't know if we actually debuted it, but I think the official debut was here at J.M. and the A.M. <coughs> there they are with a selection entitled Believe on a um, Wednesday morning broadcast here at J.M. In the AM. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget you can comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Feel free. Let us know where you are and uh, what you want to hear and what you can report to us, etc., etc. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to uh, Yitzi and um, and and oh man. Yitzi and Vis- Vizka, is it Vizka? Uh, the Engels, they got married, and we say Mazalta. I got to start reading my own handwriting. 
to say the least. And we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Arav Zebner Biosav Levi, and Zechanishmas Esther Basar Biosav Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Gemara and Brochus relates Rabbi Akiva was once traveling on the road. He came to a certain city. He requested lodging, but they refused him. He said, Kol David Rachman Everything that Hashem does is for the best. Rabbi Akiva had to sleep in a field that night. He had with him a rooster, a donkey, and a candle. A wind came, blew out the candle. A cat came, devoured the rooster. And a lion came and took away the donkey. With each development, Rabbi Akiva continually said, Whatever Hashem does is for the best. In the morning, Rabbi Akiva discovered that a band of marauders had invaded the city. They took the entire city into captivity. If the candle was lit and the rooster had crowed or the donkey had brayed, Rabbi Akiva would have been discovered and taken captive as well. Once again, he said, Kol David Rachmana L'tavavid. The question is asked, wouldn't it have been easier to save Rabbi Akiva by just not having the rooster crow, not having the donkey bray. Now Rabbi Akiva would have to continue on the road without a donkey. The Sefer Kiatoi Madi tells us that the Yeshua comes specifically after a great Nisayun, when it's difficult to understand the Darke Hashem, and yet a person remains silent and is not Maharer, does not meditate into the actions of Hashem. Rather, they repeat with their lips, Then the individual is Zoycha, they merit the Yeshua. The Medrash says that the brachas in this world are schar, reward, for the Amunah of Klal Yisrael. During this current upheaval in the world, Klal Yisrael is being tested. We see the Amunah Shalema exhibited in every community even by those who are not so strong in their faith. Deep inside of every Jew is a pintalayid, a spark that needs only to be ignited until the Torah burns brightly. We are already bearing witness to the tshuva of thousands. When the Klosenberger Rebbe was once walking down the street on Shabbos, he encountered a simple Jewish merchant who was smoking a cigarette. The man in a mocking manner, said, Good Shabbos, Rebbe. The Klosenberger Rebbe gave him great respect. He answered softly, Good Shabbos, what's your name? When the man told him, the Rebbe asked him to join him that evening from Aleva Malka. The merchant became embarrassed. He started to extinguish his cigarette. The Rebbe stopped him and said, It's prohibited to extinguish a fire on Shabbos, just set it aside. The merchant did so, and he did join the Klosenberger Rebbe from Aleva Malka that night. He returned to his faith and eventually became the Klosenberger Rebbe's Gabbai. That is the Koach of Emuna. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
However, I want to do here uh, an old song, an old song with a little new kanach, new twist. And I feel like, especially in today's events, where Klai is all coming together, I feel like these words of the Mesilas Yasharim are ringing so true. Let's keep the Abbas Yisrael going. Let's sing together. Amen. 
JM and the AM, brand new from uh, Baruch Levine from the Kumsitz Alive album with Ain HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the name of that one here at JM in the AM. Well, Mazel Tov going out to Yitzi Engel and Vichna Engel. Yitzi and Vichna Engel, a recently married couple, got the name from uh, our Mazel Tov caller. So Yitzi and Vichna Engel, and I apologize for the mispronunciation earlier. Mazel Tov on the big wedding from all of us here. At JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Mushkam says, great song, L'chaim. Thanks for introducing us to new music. J.A. Morris says, thank you always for the music. There's a cute little class of five-year-old boys in Baltimore learning all the great war songs, which we sing every day. They love Altira, the Rebbe's Nigun Utsuets. However, there's one that leaves them spellbound, Yehuda Becher's uh, Elokai Neshama. I'd like to request that one in their honor. And, of course, Lili Nishmas, all the Kedoshim. I love Arya Kunstler's version. I wonder if there's a full version of that one. Thank you. Hmm. Got to see where I could find that Elokai Neshama. Thank you for the suggestion, to say the least. Uh, Mazel Tov to Naftali Perkel and, his, uh, and to Esti, who just got engaged, both getting married soon. Sorry for uh, <laughs> not knowing the Kala's last name, says listener Yaakov. <laughs> Uh, miles up to Mr. and Mrs. Perkel and, uh, the Hassan and Kala's parents. And, um, he wants to hear Mazel Tov by Ellie Marcus. We'll see if we can get that one. Boy, lots of great requests today to say the least. Um, so Naftali and Esti Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. All right, more coming up. Speaking of Altira, this is one of the classic Altiras. Some of you old timers are going to put us, uh, will have a smile on your face in a moment. It's Ruach at JM in the AM. Altira, Altira, mi pachat piton, umi shoat risha iki tavo. Altira, Altira, mi pachat piton, umi shoat risha iki tavo. Utsu etza, utsu etza vetu faar, daru davar velo yakum. Utsu etza, utsu etza vetu faar, kimanu, kimanu kel, kimanu kel. Altira, Altira, mi pachat piton, umi shoat risha iki tavo. Altira, Altira, mi pachat piton, umi shod resha iki tavo. Utsu etza, utsu etza vetu faar, davru davar velo yakum. Utsu etza, utsu etza vetu faar, kiman, kiman ker.
tira, al tira, mi pachat piton, un michoa del shai kitavo. Al tira, al tira, mi pachat piton, un michoa del shai kitavo. Al tira. Shama Shena Tata Bim 
יצרת, אתה נפחת בי, ואתה משמרה בקרבי, ואתה עתיד לתלה ממני, ולהחזיר הביל עתיד לבוא. יהודה, ומה שבטוח, שטוב לך שמה. אחרת לא היית מוסיף לחייך אלינו ביום ולילה. האהוב שלנו, דש מלמטה, ובזכותך אומרים כל בוקר, אלוהי נשמה בכוונה, ולא נשכח אותך, כי לנו היית במתנה.
The Weiner Brothers with S saw Ani here at JM in the AM. Before that, the uh, Ellie Marcus selection by request called Mazel Tov. Avishai and the Bacher Brothers with Elo Kai. Thanks for that request. And a big, uh, a big thank you to listener Ari, who's hanging out early in Teaneck, New Jersey today. Without his help, I would never have been able to get that song on the air. So he gets a big shout out and a big thank you. Uh, Ruach had Altira, and people were reacting to the fact that that's an oldie but goodie. Oldie to say the least, and frankly, goodie to say the least as well. Um, hour number two, almost complete here at JM in the AM, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel, especially those being held captive by the enemy on this day 145. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H who are celebrating their 70th anniversary. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And as we always say, that is an understatement. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Sitting here with a heavy heart Trying to find the words Broken inside, it's been too long When will our voices be heard? In this silence, hear the call As a nation we stand tall In this silence, a spark ignites Meeting us through the darkest night I'm Israel Brothers and our sisters, yeah, we'll bring them home. We've been through this before, time and time once more. We will come out of this as one, and we'll go on. Na 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 na, na 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 na, na 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 na. It's clear, guiding us forward through all of this fear. Mm-hmm. Bridges we build from heart to heart. Standing together, we won't fall apart. Voices rising beyond the fear. With faith as our guide, we won't despair. Voices rising in strength we
where it's safe and I'll be pure. Please don't make me go away. Can't you see I'm so afraid?
in my soul I'm begging on a Hashem who is she on my darkest days I see your light because I know you're always by my side on a JM in the AM with Mordechai Shapiro. Song is called Anna Hashem. You heard Heart and Soul, brand new from Yisrael Portnoy. Eli Seidefeld and Tfilas Chuppo, which has become a very popular selection. Mendel Moses, that's a brand new one. Am Yisrael Chai literally came out overnight. Uh, was sent to us uh, at some point. Well, I don't know about overnight, but sent to us sometime yesterday. Uh, along with a whole bunch of brand new ones that we've been playing for you this morning here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget, you can comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Well, back in the middle of 2023, uh, toward the end of June, there was an event called uh, Kosher Palooza. It's actually coming back in May. And um, at Kosher Palooza, I met a number of very interesting people. One of them, Eric Edelman. Eric Edelman uh, describes himself as a business coach for C-level executives and founders and entrepreneurs. He's the CEO at Bigger Cup Consulting. And uh, frankly, as he described to me what he does and uh, some of the things that he's involved with business-wise, I thought it would be very valuable for some of the business owners in our audience, our community, to hear from him and to... um, and to maybe pick up some uh, some tips, advice, etc., for their own business efforts. Eric Edelman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Um, am I saying it properly? Are you a business coach? Are you a consultant? Are you uh, essentially spending your day analyzing the way different people's businesses work? Um, I think he said it pretty good. Um, that I'm actually a mix of a coach and a consultant, and there definitely is a difference. You know, I would say roughly speaking, you know, a consultant will look at a problem and say, okay, here's what I think you should do, given my experience, given everything I understand, right. do this. And a coach, you know, will t- go a little bit deeper and try to take try to take their clients' skills and abilities and resources and lead them, have them lead themselves down the path. They're a little bit more of a guide in the conversation. Um, frankly, coaching is a lot more effective, uh, but it, it depends on what the issue is. It's, if it's a very, if it's a very simple issue, you know, I, I have no, I'm not shy about telling my client, look, this is, this is what I think you should do given the situation. You don't have, you don't have six months to figure this out. And this is really simple. You can understand this. This is, this is what you should do. So it's, I, my work is, is all with founders and entrepreneurs, but it's definitely a mix of both. Must be frustrating when that founder or business owner or entrepreneur hesitates to take your advice or implement some of the things that you've pointed out to them. No, it's not, it's never frustrating. It's it's <laughs> always part of the it, it's always part of the that's part of the fun. You know, figuring out figuring out a way. If you don't want to take my advice, that means I didn't deliver it properly, or maybe I'm wrong. 
Yeah, I hear that. Eric Edelman is with us live via telephone. So we'll talk about our community specifically in a minute. So I really thought there were some uh, important messages you had about leadership and about entrepreneurship that, that specifically address our community. But in general, should I assume that the majority of small businesses in this country are operating well and you know have a good system and strategy behind them? Nothing's 100%, but you get my point. Or is there a lot of mismanagement? Is there, you know, frankly, if you were to analyze, I don't know, 100 businesses, would there be a high percentage of a lot of money being left on the table, a lot of efforts that are being done that are fruitless? How could you, what would you say to evaluate the, the business landscape out there? I think literally every business has things that they know that the owner themselves knows that they could be doing better. And they often, you know, get in, get sucked into a path of making some sort of excuse for themselves as to why they're going to do it later, why they can't do it right now, why if things were different, they would do it. Um, why that's for somebody else, but not them. Every, every business, you know, it's like, is somebody, it's like our people leaving things on the table with their personal finances. Every household has something they could be doing a little bit better. It's really the same for every single business. I hear that. And and when you talk about improving or you talk about, you know, implementing certain things, does it always mean money? Is there a lot that can be done uh, that you could advise people as they go along the road of building a business that that doesn't necessarily mean a major investment? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, frankly, I, I, one of my goals as a coach is to, is to give my client the, the life that they want in terms of the business. I have one client who intentionally started working less hours. He knows it's going to be less money long-term. He wants to sit and learn half the day. Wow. And he, we set up a plan over the course of, over the course of nine months to get him out of, out of his business and more into the base bedroom. That was unusual. That's not normal. Um, he's not a normal guy either. He's, <laughs> you know, he also, you know, has been working for just a few years and is making insane money and realized that, like he has a certain lifestyle that he wants to keep and what he wants to show his kids. So there might be somebody out there. Now, again, we could drift into our community specifically because it always seems that people in our community want to juggle a number of things. Men and women want to do so many different things, both in the uh, uh, in the uh, altruistic world and in the business business world. Um, one of the one of the pieces of advice you might be able to give somebody is how they can maximize a smaller portion of their day to make just as much money or have a business that's just as effective or delegate to the point where they themselves don't have to work as many hours. Would that be, you know, a good example of what uh, some of the things you can do? Yeah, absolutely. I I would say every single person I talk to, whether in a work context or not, frankly, but every single entrepreneur for sure struggles with time management. That's not a, uh, that's not unusual whatsoever. Even the workaholics, even the ones that are working 20 hours a day. Oh, they're working tons of hours. Yeah. But their, but their time isn't structured. The, the, The best quick tip I can give anybody is to start using your calendar as your guide to do what you want, what you already want to do yourself. And, if you want to, if you want to spend an hour exercising, block that time on your day. If you want to spend time with your kids, block that time on your day in your calendar. And if you want to do that project that you that's been waiting out there for a year and a half, you, if you don't block it on your day, it'll get you'll get stuck into answering emails and phone calls and WhatsApps and text messages. Speaking of which, there are a lot of people I remember from the old days when phone calls and you know answering machine messages were prevalent that would set aside an hour between three and four p.m. or whenever to deal with that, to deal with returning calls, getting back to people, et cetera. Now in an era of WhatsApp, 
text messaging, emails, where there's instantaneous communication and the desire is to try to respond to people as soon as possible, should they still be looking into implementing some type of one hour per day program? Absolutely. You, you have to be intentional about how you use your time. That's the main, that's the main point that I think is universal. If you're not doing it intentionally and you're just waiting to respond to whatever happens to pop up on your phone in the next 15 seconds, then, then you're doing it wrong. But you know how frustrated texters are if you don't respond to them immediately. Yeah, that's okay. Most, again, there could be exceptions in certain businesses, right. but most, for most business owners, it, it can wait a few minutes or somebody else can be tasked with handling it if it needs to be responded to immediately. Yeah, understood. Eric Edelman is with us. He is the... Uh, CEO at Bigger Cup Consulting. All right, we met at a Jewish event. Are there specific things for our community aside from the time that we mentioned before because there's so many people in our community that want to juggle chesed efforts and Torah study and obviously building businesses so that they can support their family and institutions, etc. That that I know is part of our community's DNA. Are there other things in the business world uh, and the leadership world that you think are are you know really blatant when it comes uh, to our community? I mean, I think that in general, in our community, we take, we start businesses with much less training and education and skip a whole bunch of steps as entrepreneurs. And that leaves people with just gaps in their knowledge and experience and that they need to find some way to address that. That That's really one of the main things that I noticed. It's not a, it's not a lack of uh, intelligence and it's not, it's certainly not a lack of drive, but there, there's a lack of understanding around like business fundamentals. And sometimes I'll talk to companies that have several million dollars in revenue. Uh, I mean, I had uh, one client I'm working with, he's been around for 20 years. He did not, literally did not know how to use an Outlook calendar, not to talk about calendars too much. Um, (laughs) He's very successful, he's making a heck of a lot of money, but his time was completely unstructured because he just didn't know how to use the tools on his desk. Um, So that's an example of a step skipped and and that's an extreme one, but things like that are pretty common. And what about delegating? When one has has less training or less of an educational background when it comes to business, you know, courses, degrees, etc. I think that's what you were alluding to earlier. Um, are, are they worse at delegating? Do they have trouble figuring out that structure? That the only way to efficiently run a company is to allow other people to you know do certain tasks? Or is that, or is that simply a an across the board problem throughout the entire business world? I, I think that's more of an across the board problem. I don't, I don't see that as like we're, you know, as the firm community being better or worse in terms of delegating. Most of us are, are, are not great at delegating naturally. Either we over delegate or under delegate. Right. And the goal is really to get into the, into that middle area. But I, I don't see that as something unique in our, in our world. Do people approach you with business ideas? Like they'll come up with, uh, I mean, you know, Shark Tank is such a big, you know, concept now in this country and the world. Uh, do they approach you with ideas and, and, and you have the opportunity to either, you know, give your instinctive yes or no while you think it'll be something that'll work or not? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do that. If somebody has a business idea, I'm always happy to talk shop about it. And, you know, it's a quick few minute phone call. If they're really looking to build it out and they're serious about it, you know, I do that work professionally and, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at seeing all the angles and poking holes in the plan and figuring out solutions to how to, how to plug those holes. And you'd be able to guide so people in, ter- in terms of which positions they should first fill, et cetera, as they start their company. Yeah. Build, building out an org chart, you know, the, uh, 
quick tip and hint is, you know, most your first hires almost always like look around close to you, family and friends, people you've worked with before in other jobs, people you went to school with, what to went to Yeshiva with, those are usually the best first hires because you already know these people, you know what they can do, you know their level of commitment, and you don't need to worry about what the office street is going to do. We need consultants or coaches that are willing to help people take that next step. I can only imagine how many people in our community, especially with the pressure of you know, the finances, uh, the, the pressure of finances in our community. I can only imagine how many people are, you know, looking to, to jump in and, uh, and start a business, you know, take things to the next level and hesitate to do so. Uh, they may need a, a, a little bit of a nudge in order to, you know, actually bring whatever they're thinking to reality. Uh, they might sometimes, but, you know, that's one of the things, that's the biggest cause of entrepreneurship for, for our, our community across all stripes of Orthodox Judaism. I mean, it's just the, the massive cost of living. Right. I'm sure you've had tons of segments on this. Sure. Everybody knows that if you earn $200,000, you're still kind of not making it. And, and that's not enough. And, right. and I live in Atlanta, Georgia, not the tri-state area. Right. So, you know, it, 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 that's when you have no choice, then you have to find a way. And that's really what leads people down the path of entrepreneurship. I think mo- more than anything else in our community. And there, and there are people who've got it and people that you would recognize just don't, that just, that just don't have it, right? I mean, there are people who just have a knack. They could take any business practically, uh, you know, be in any type of sales environment and, and have the potential to do relatively well. And there are others who just don't have, they don't have it. I mean, is that is that a thing or can, can anybody and anybody, you know, train to actually obtain it? I, I think you need, you need to have one of two things. Either you need to be, you know, what you're describing is kind of like a natural entrepreneur type a little bit, maybe a little bit of a salesperson type of thing, somebody who just naturally goes out and gets it, and all their friends would know that this is the person who's going to start a business. That's, that's great. That's a no-brainer. That person's going to start a company. The other, the other path is somebody who may not understand the business fundamentals inherently, may not be great at describing their idea, but they have, they have like real intimate product knowledge or knowledge of how to deliver a service in a way that everybody's going to respond to. That's that, that type of person can start a business too. And that person, you know, often does like a lot better because they actually are really, really highly confident at their core offering. Right. Unbelievable. Um, uh, Eric Edelman is on LinkedIn. Uh, you could search his name at bigger cup consulting, uh, Eric Edelman, A D E L M A N. As we said, he is a uh, business coach for C-level executives and founders and entrepreneurs, but as we've discovered uh, both today and in general, he has a, a real hand on the pulse of the Jewish community and the Orthodox Jewish community and can certainly relate as a coach and as a consultant to those who are trying to make it in our world. So if he could be helpful to you, make sure to follow up. Eric, anything else you'd like to add, sir? No, I think that's it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great to be here. And if you're a founder or entrepreneur, you're thinking about becoming one, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'd always love to connect. Appreciate that. Eric Edelman, A-D-E-L-M-A-N. Fascinating. Everybody out there has dreams, even in the business world. You don't have to dream just in the not-for-profit and, uh, and uh, you know, idealistic world. You could dream in the business world as well. And hopefully Eric can uh, help some of those dreams come true. Uh, help everybody take the next step if possible. More coming up. It's Wednesday. It's JM in the AM.
Slow way, the gum, the 
שלך, בבריאה שלך, שבאת בשבילי. J.M. in the A.M. Eliyahu Chait with the Bishvili Nivra. Simcha Abramchik and Mendy Weiss together with Simcha Dance Volume 2. Nerni Tzachon, it's brand new from Shlomo Simcha. And Shmuel Younger, brand new from his new, latest album. It was great having him here last Thursday. Song is called Habita at J.M. in the A.M. Thanks for joining us on this 28th of February, the 19th day in the month of Adar 1. It's a Wednesday at J.M. in the A.M. Tomorrow, we are told that a... Um, an IDF commander who's also a farmer in Israel is going to be joining us live in studio. That's what we've been told. An IDF commander who is also a farmer in Israel is going to be joining us live in studio to describe what is going on in Israel in the world of farming during such a difficult, difficult time. Um, again, in our studio tomorrow morning, slated for 8 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Should be very, we're, we're trying to focus as much as possible on Israel this week, and that should be a very important and very interesting conversation. So make sure to be tuned in right here at the JM in the AM. Day number 145 in terms of the number of days that our brothers and sisters have been held captive by the enemy. Keep them in mind. Pray for them. As all of us, I hope, do every single day more coming up benny friedman at jm in the am
Simcha Liner with one of his medleys off the brand new album, Sheva. Simcha 
brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing uh, Wednesday here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, more about our brothers and sisters in Israel when an IDF commander who's also a farmer in Israel comes in live in the studio to discuss the situation. Should be very, very interesting. To say the least. Mazel tov to Yechiel Mechel Shachet Shachet. Maishi Shachet, right? Yeah, Yechiel Mechel Shachet. Being honored Shabbos night at Rabbi First Shul in Farakaway, Kahal Nisiv HaTorah. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. That comes from listener Devora. Um, Yossi's Weig, Wednesday live lunch that happens at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Enjoy. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.